welcome back to Just One Question 2022 version 2.0 and beyond. I have no idea what version we're actually in anymore <laughs> because 2022 is shaping up to be yet another strange year. But if you're on a strange wild ride, who better to travel with than the legendary, the amazing, the awesome Sally Hogshead, who is a New York Times best-selling author several times over, a Hall of Fame speaker, <laughs> and very exciting, author of the forthcoming book, Different is Better Than Better. And I already uh -huh. want to read it, thanks to that amazing title. <laughs> so, uh, Sally, welcome. How are you doing? Hey, I am great. Nick, I miss you. I miss it. I haven't seen you in person for so long, but it's wonderful that we get this as our second best. That's right. It seems like way too long, and we've got to do this one day, bite the bullet and get back into circulation. But uh, Well, you then. and I are used to having long pauses between the times that we're physically in the same room, because when you first started coaching me, I think it was 2005, Yeah, 2005 before I was even a speaker, and I would fly from Los Angeles to Boston at least twice a year. Right. And we would do these mega sessions. And so, first of all, I want to say thank you because that profoundly has influenced not only the trajectory of my career, but my understanding of the speaking business and the mm. focus on content and that got to get the audience before the audience. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, uh, speaking of the speaking business... What are you excited about these days and, and how's that world looking to you right now? The world's looking very different to me right now. I find that audiences respond to different types of jokes. Um, what people are looking for in a keynote speaker has changed. I think people um, before COVID, we were looking at keynote speaking um, was truly a big business idea that people wanted to be inspired, challenged, provoked. They wanted to be given new things to think about and talk about. What I'm seeing today is that there's, um, there's an, a little element of fear among the clients, among the decision makers. And so there's more pressure on the keynote speaker than ever to really solve a business problem in a way that I'm not exactly sure that, that keynotes were ever intended to do. A keynote isn't training. A keynote isn't, isn't necessarily fundamentally inserting itself as part of an organization's culture without backup. But um, you know, co companies are nervous and a lot of brands are, are scared at what's happening with their competition. And so we as keynote speakers now have an opportunity to up our game. And so that's what my focus has been. How do I avoid treating, treating keynotes as a form of media that, that they no longer are? Mm. I knew you'd rise to the occasion. So <laughs> this is public public speaking, keynote speaking as a form of therapy. Is that what you're saying? The brand yeah. therapy? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I really had to make, uh, I, I had to realize that the interaction fundamentally, the reasons why I love keynote speaking, um, we're going to need to change because keynote speaking had changed and audiences had changed. So one of the things that I did was to think, what are the parts of, um, of, of a keynote, of that whole story arc, not just being on stage, but having a relationship with that audience, those participants. Right. And I think that's something that you told me probably circa 2010, which was you have to be able to find something that you can do as a speaker, something, some, um, a skill or a talent that you have that other people don't, and then build your keynote around that. And for me, it was ad-libbing, those times mm. in the moments between the moments of going into the audience. And I, I thought, well, there's, there's how, how can we take ad-libbing and use it 
use that spontaneity and the, the, the creativity and surprise that happens in the real moment. And it, that was very difficult to do over, uh, over COVID from a studio. It's hard to be spontaneous when it's <laughs> filmed a year in advance. So I started looking at um, how do we deconstruct the keynote model? Well, one thing is it's not, it's no longer, it's not one-to-one, one-to-many. We fundamentally need to shift the content. Well, what are ways that we can incorporate content that would be surprising, that would do a lot of the heavy lifting of getting your story told, but that we could do in advance? And so, um, so I'm going to give a quick example. And Nick, you have, you have the video that we created. I was doing um, a keynote for marketing profs. And um, and I said to them, okay, I'm excited about doing this. It's a, it was a a, um, a virtual keynote, and um, I said, but I want permission to do absolutely anything that I want to, as long as I communicate the benefits and they have clear takeaways. And this is going to be something that's not just going to interest them, but fascinate them. And so here's what I did. The topic is different versus better. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned that the, the title of my upcoming book, Different, yes. Better Than Better. It's good to be better. We grew up being told that it's good to achieve according to somebody else's scoreboards. But today that doesn't work anymore because we've already hit the 1600 SATs. We've already got the 4.0s. There's no way to slice it any thinner. We have to look at how people can be doing things that are different. Mm-hmm. And so, so I created the, the keynote around these two characters, different and better. And they're wrestlers, they're luchador wrestlers who are coming at each other and who's going to win. And so we made the theme of the whole keynote, ding, ding. Okay. Round one. And you, you know, I introduced these characters almost the way you would introduce worldwide wrestling with their stats, you know, better is linear, traditional, proven, um, stayed, whereas different is it's unpredictable, it's risky, it's scary, but that's where the opportunity lives, especially as entrepreneurs. So we created this, uh, we created a whole story, uh, backstory around these, these two wrestlers, and they were the ones who created the points in the virtual keynote. Taking everything that I had always been taught as a keynote speaker about being the being the authority, being the professional, um, avoiding too many pop culture references. And I realized that what we need right now, we don't need more bullet points. We need experiences that drive home um, uh, the, 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 the concept, the high-level business concept. And so throughout this keynote, here we are talking to jaded senior marketing, business-to-business, B2B. It's really hard to impress them and keep their attention. And so when I was doing this with Ann Handley, who's um, head CEO of, of Marketing Profs, and we both wore masks to begin, and we, we, get, we sent Ann a cape, 
And so we started it. And then through, during the keynote, the way that I wound this idea through was talking about every day we've got this challenge and you might be the underdog. You may not have the biggest marketing budget. So let's go through three rounds and we'll see who wins, different or better. Okay, ding, ding, round one. Monster truck sound effects. <laughs> okay, round one, the marketing question was, you're launching a product, but you don't have as big of a marketing budget or awareness as your competition. Who's going to win, different or better? Ding, ding, and then everybody votes. Voted, and of course, different wins. On the other hand, say you're a marketing agency and you're perceived as being erratic and clients are leaving because although your work is good, it's very unpredictable. Who's going to win? Ding, ding. Marketing, I mean, uh, monster truck sounds and better wins. And so it opens up, it opened up a dialogue in a way that I, I can't do with without live Q&A by importing what are the emotional connection points? How can you, how can you simulate that without relying on the same old props? What are the stories that you can tell that pay off what you're saying without you having to talk directly to camera? And that's why when Sally Hogshead talks, you should listen because yeah. Once again, she's got her finger on the zeitgeist, on the pulse of uh, whatever is happening now. And next, Sally Hogshead, just one question. Thank you so much. That yes, was amazing. Yes. Thank awesome. you. Thanks. Bye, Nick.